All right, it's bonus banter time. Bonus banter. Dropping on a Friday. Bonus banter. Everybody gets a little extra happy in their week because listening to the how-to gurus makes everybody happy, right? Yeah. <laughs> you paused for too long. <laughs> well, it's because I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> I think it makes some people happy. Yeah. We'll Maybe not everybody, but. Yep. So, bonus banter on uh, your talk with Courtney. Yes, because you were missing from that. Yeah. I interviewed my friend Courtney, mm-hmm. who, as we talked about in the episode, she lives right down the road from us. We've known each other for 21 years. We've been in each other's life for a long time. And she journeyed through something when her youngest child went to school. She realized she had extra time on her hands that she hadn't had in a few years. And so she started praying about what was she supposed to do with her day while her kids were at school. And God called her to serve the homeless community here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where we live. So she told a lot more details than that about her journey through that and what it looked like for her. And she gave a lot of great wisdom on how we can serve our community in general, but specifically the homeless community. And she also gave some perspective on the homeless community. I think we get a stigma of what we think of the homeless people that we see on the corner of the street when we're waiting at a red light or whatever. And we, I am guilty of just, you know, in your head thinking they did something to put themselves there. or They're not working to get out of that position. And that's just not always the case. And so she has personal experience with that and was really, it was really an enlightening conversation i think it was a great episode if you haven't listened to it it's episode number 12 that dropped on monday yeah. june the 26th yeah when i listened to it it was very uh humbling and very thought provoking for me and just kind of kind of made me feel a little bit guilty sometimes you know because of what you said a lot of the people went through and mm-hmm. just the struggles that some people go through that we see but we don't understand and we don't empathize with them because That's it. yes it, there's a stereotype Right. And so they can't, they can't get ahead in life and they can't get help until they seek out help from places like that. I was glad she pointed out in the episode that a lot of times when we see homeless people, we think, well, they could just go get a job. And while that can be true, it's just not that simple. Like she said, you right. need job history. And mm-hmm. if they've been in homelessness for a while, they don't have job history. You also need an address to get a job you can't just walk into a place and get paid most likely you need a an address for that you need clean clothes you need to smell decent you know you need to have a good presentation and so someone who's just on the street corner that they can't just walk into an office or store and get a job they need help they need some support and so the journey home is really there for that and other organizations other nonprofit organizations in our town and i'm sure in other cities as well their goal is not just to give handouts to homeless people, even though sometimes a homeless person needs a handout. They need right. a little bit of money for food. They need to be nourished. They need a warm place to stay. Sometimes that is what they they need, that immediate need met. But the longer-term goal and the longer-term vision is to help rehouse that person. How can we help this person get back into functioning in society in a more typical way. And I think that is the goal. Like the quote, if you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Yeah, if you teach yeah. a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime. And that really is the journey home's purpose. 
I think about just as our living expenses and stuff like that have changed over the years and how expensive it is to live in this world today. Mm-hmm. I think about that aspect too, because a lot of the homeless, when they're going and getting those jobs and people don't want to give them a chance, then they take the lowest paying jobs that they can find just to get a job. And it's like, that has to be depressing too. So it's going to, you know, hurt their psyche as well as, you know, trying to get back on their feet and they're just all the mental issues with that. Yeah. And just how hard that would be because you don't have enough money to pay the bills and there's mm-hmm. no way possible because you know the low paying job there's no way possible that they could actually catch up or right. get ahead you know right. so it's it is very sad because it's it's hard on them and and yeah. nobody's there to help them well and depending on what area you live in we're speaking specifically about Murfreesboro Tennessee and I know there's a lot of areas across the country that have experienced this too is that our housing market is very expensive you and i fortunately (laughs) yes you and i fortunately bought a home when the housing market was really low (laughs) back in 2010 and 2011 when the housing market crashed we were able to use that to our advantage but now as a home buyer it's very very expensive here you can't get I mean a starter home right now in Murfreesboro Tennessee is like three hundred thousand dollars and that's not how it was years ago and so for someone to try to buy their own home in Murfreesboro Tennessee that's just not no especially for someone who's trying to come out of homelessness they are not going to qualify for a loan it's going to be hard for them to get a job that would support a house payment of that type also yeah. the rental market yeah, you can it's here cheaper to buy a house expensive. half the time than pay the house payment but to even get like a small apartment is very expensive. So the Journey Home owns some property around town and they are able to help people qualify to live in their properties. Mm-hmm. And they are able to kind of assess the situation. If they're able to get the client a job, then they'll ask them to pay X amount of dollars a week. And then as that job maybe is a temporary job, develops into yeah. a more full-time job, a more permanent job, then they get them to pay a little bit higher each week. So they kind of right. help them build while they're learning to budget, while they're integrating back into the workforce. Sure. And then they graduate out of the program to where they can just live solidly on their own and not have to live in, in the Journey Home's housing. But I think that's wonderful that the Journey Home owns property oh, like yeah. that. And one thing Courtney mentioned to me offline after we were recording, she said, as we were talking about different volunteer opportunities that there are with homeless people. She said one thing that she wished she would have mentioned in the episode is because the journey home does have property like that, that they're able to help rehouse homeless for a time. They need volunteers to do maintenance work on the properties, you know? So if you have a burden for how can I help the homeless? I don't really have the time to go into the journey home during the week and serve at the journey home like that. If you have certain skills like, plumber, electrician, painting, just random, just handyman type skills. Those are always needed. So for those of you listening, check out your community and the nonprofit organizations that there are that help the homeless community in your area, because it's not just going there and preparing food and serving food. There's so so much, yes, so much more that we can do. She said that her husband has multiple times helped move furniture in and out of these different homes. You know, Mm -hmm. they get 
furniture donated and the uh, client will need to use this chair or whatever. And so that, that client uses the chair, well, then the next client maybe doesn't need that. And so they're moving furniture around. They're doing huh. different things like that. So they you know, have volunteers that come in and help yeah. do all that kind of stuff. So there's just so many ways that we can help so much more than what we think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I remember going just a little bit. We volunteered at like Salvation Army and stuff like that, you know, and being able to go and feed them meals and serve them. And I know we did that several times. And it, yeah, it is. that was the Nashville Rescue Mission, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. We've rung the bell for the Salvation Army. That's right. I We've was, done that as a family. I, was, I said Salvation Army. Yeah, but that's, you're saying that though because yeah. the Salvation Army in Murfreesboro does let people stay overnight. Okay. And I, Courtney I and I talked about that up. in the yeah. episode. Yeah, we do have the Salvation Army here in Murfreesboro, and she said they are an overnight facility, but they have limited space, and they do have to separate families because they uh, let you stay over by gender. Gotcha. But you and I have served at the Nashville Rescue Mission. That's right. Yes, yeah, serving dinner. Mm-hmm. I totally thought that was called the Salvation Army, so. Well, I'm sure there it's is been a while. in Nashville. It's been a long shows, time since we've done shows, that. Yeah, it shows how much, which is sad that, you know, how long it's been since I've done something like that. So yeah. it's it's definitely something you got to think about and you got to make a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody would help in a way that calls for you to volunteer your heart, your time, your efforts, and uh, even your money. And nobody would do anything if, you know, we didn't want to put anything into it and put good effort into it. And it's it's just sad that they, they need so much help. And yeah. that there's so much that you don't understand that goes on that brought them to that point because they didn't just wake up one morning and say, I'm going to go be homeless and go no. live that life. There was a lot of emotional toil and yes. you know, physical toil that got them to that point to where they could not physically work anymore. They couldn't mentally work anymore and they couldn't pay the bills. And then they eventually got kicked out on the street. Right. And a lot of times they don't want to be that way. That's right. not the choice no. that they would have made. It's just the circumstances that have happened to them right. have caused this. And like she mentioned in the episode, Courtney said, there are a lot of homeless families that mm-hmm. end up living in a car. There are a yeah. lot of homeless teenagers in our area because they've been in so much trouble. Their parents just give up on them basically oh, yeah. and kick them out. Or maybe they're in a single parent situation and the parent has other younger siblings in the home and they just can't have them there anymore because they're being a bad influence and they just don't have the means to help that teenager. And so the teenager ends up living on the street and there's just a lot of things that's, especially if you think about a teenager, that is just not setting them up well. They start off being homeless, you know, kind of walk into adulthood almost being homeless and that's tragic. Yeah. I mean, I thank God for the blessings that he gives us in our lives because of of a home. Because Mm -hmm. when I think about being homeless, you know, you think about for most of the people who don't think about the homeless or don't think about going and serving or doing anything like that and don't give it in like deep thought like this. Mm -hmm. You think about homeless as something that you see in the movies or they grow on out and they, you know, they find this and that find that. And they got a little group and community that they live with and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But if you were set out, and I, I think about it this way, if I was told tomorrow, you have no home, you have nowhere else to go, good luck, you have nothing to your name, and I take off to walk down the street, I would have no idea where to go, what to do, yeah. what, I mean, how to even, you know, get a dollar or two to get a drink, you know, right. you have no idea. I mean, the fear of that would be crazy. Yeah. I think um, about that sometimes when I see people on the corners and they have their little signs. Yeah. And sometimes they do look scared. I feel like they yeah. look afraid or 
and it may be because it is a new situation for them or yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking, obviously, but I, I think the same thing. Like right. what if, what if I were to end up in this situation, right. how do you know where to go? How do you know you what to do? Wouldn't. I mean, you have no idea. Yeah. I didn't even know about places like the journey home, you know, up until when we did when Courtney did start that and right. kind of start that process because I don't think I knew about it you know, around or very long before that just never crossed my mind. And I don't yeah. know what happens to all these people on the corners of yeah. Murfreesboro that we see. And like she said, there are people who unfortunately are chronically homeless yeah. and the journey home and other organizations in Murfreesboro do what they can to help them. But the client still has to make a choice yeah. to try to come out of that and rise above that. And especially I'm sure if it's an addiction type situation, yeah. even people who are in an addictive, whatever, addictive process that have an addictive lifestyle, even when you have family support that continues to support you, it's just hard to break that cycle. It's, you know, people go to rehabilitation facilities all the time and do good for a while and then relapse. And so I would say, obviously the homeless community deals with that too. If their addiction is what brought them to homelessness, they have to first conquer that addiction. Right. And that, I'm sure is challenging a lot, especially if they don't have a support system, which a lot of times if they're homeless, they don't. They've lost right. their support system for whatever reason. Yeah. It's always hard, too, when you see the homeless on the corners holding signs and asking for money and stuff like that. To me, that's like so hard. I mean, I know that, I know if they're truly homeless and they truly need money to survive and to function. And I don't know, is I guess the journey home a place where they would go to try to get out of that? Yes. And they the, learn. Yes, the journey home. That's one thing Courtney talked about in the episode. She, When she first started volunteering there, she started in the clothes closet, which is okay. a part of the journey home where you can donate your clothes that you don't need anymore. Maybe they don't fit you anymore. Or it's just not a style that you need anymore because maybe your job has changed or something. And the homeless people can pull from the clothes closet anything they need. So okay. if they need like you know, a new pair of shoes or they need some socks or whatever, but they also can pull from that clothes closet for professional attire because the okay. journey home helps tries to help set them up with interviews with different businesses. So she started off in the clothes closet and then she moved to the kitchen where she helped prepare the food and serve the food because the journey home serves two meals a day. They serve breakfast and lunch every single day. I think is what she said. And then she, because she was faithful and she kept coming back every week, mm-hmm. they asked her if she would learn how to work in the office. So she learned the ins and outs of working in the office, which I remember when she started doing that and she said, it's kind of intimidating because you're trying to keep records oh, yeah. of everything that's going on because the journey home being nonprofit, they get grants from the government. Well, the government needs an account for what you've done with that money. Oh, yeah. So that was part of what she did. And then also the homeless people come in and they become clients of the journey home, which that's just a side note. I really love that they call them clients. I think that's just right. a very, human word and it it's well it helps build back up their dignity right that's that's exactly it it's just very dignified that it's not like oh this homeless person it's our client because that is what they are they are a client of the journey home and they would come in and have just a brief interview type with Courtney where she learned a little bit about them maybe what their skill set is if they have any um what jobs they have had in the past, like what experiences they've had, what their education level is, that kind of stuff. And she would process all of that. And she would then 
try to help set them up with interviews. And also the Journey Home does give donations to clients sometimes as as it needed. I don't know how they determine who gets oh, what. Oh, like money? Yes. Oh, okay. um, And I don't know that they give that to someone. I don't, again, I don't know what the criteria is, but I know that that's well, part of what the office does because she was saying they keep track of all of that just so everything's well, done evenly and fairly. Yeah. And I would say that might be more not for the homeless, but for those in need. Like if you're right. about to lose your home and you just need some money to get you through another Pay month or something like that. I don't really know for sure. But yes, she yeah. did say they do give donations, oh. but they keep track of that in the office. So, yeah, I mean, and they're, the interesting part is, is that there's way more out there, even than the journey home or the Nashville rescue mission. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different opportunities to help the homeless and to help them in a way that is like that, where it's going to provide them a better lifestyle or the opportunity for a better lifestyle. And I guess, you know, investing in something like that rather than not knowing where to to donate or to uh, volunteer or something like that. I mean, something with a good cause like that is definitely the way to invest your time. So, And I think we determine that by just keeping our hearts open. And that's something that Courtney and I discussed too. We as Christians, we talk to God about what he wants us to do with our lives. And that's what led her down this path. And that's what should lead us to the nonprofits that we want to work with or volunteer with is just be prayerful about it. Ask God and he'll put a burden on your heart. He'll show you what he wants you to do. And I think also getting on Google, (laughs) that's what we also talked about is what is in your area? What opportunities are there? in Murfreesboro to support those less fortunate than us, those who are living in the homeless community. How can we help those people get on Google? There are so many organizations in our area that do lots of different things. So you can, you can find one that works with your skills and the time that you have and your finances. I mean, maybe Mm -hmm. making donations is what you're called to do right now. And I like the example that Courtney gave that really was very challenging that she just obeyed and did it. Uh, You know, I think we're all guilty of that where we feel a tug, feel a pull and know we're supposed to do something, but we're Mm -hmm. either too afraid or nah, that wasn't really a calling, you know, whatever we talk ourselves out of it, you know, and then we hank, we act like we handcuff God just, you know, from being able to do a miracle or even to be able to do something big with something little. And that example of obedience is really cool. So that's the challenge as you see and hear all these other opportunities to be able to give and to give back yeah. and to bless uh, somebody. I think the biggest thing is, is we got to just hear that call and obey and take that step. And yeah. that was just a really cool story that Courtney had. Just yeah, that. she has a really awesome yeah. call to it. And then it's given her such a unique perspective. And the fact that she's been able to take her kids there. Oh, yeah. When they from the time they were little. And she mentioned in the episode that just the day before she and I had our interview, her kids had been at the journey home serving lunch the day before. And that was without her because she has a job now. So she doesn't volunteer at the journey home as much as she used to, or at least not on a regular basis like she did, but she's still in communication with them. And so Mm -hmm. she has her kids set up to do some serving this summer since they have more free time being that they're out of school and they go without her. So her daughter just graduated from high school so she can drive. So her daughter and her son go without Courtney and they feel totally comfortable doing that because they've been raised to do that. They, 
not that they went every single week or yeah, how, yeah. however often she volunteered when she was there on a regular basis, but they would go with her enough that they feel really comfortable there. And yeah. they know the volunteer staff that are there and they probably even know some of the clients that are there, sure. I would say. I'm sure. And even if they don't, they've been in that environment enough to know how to communicate with them and how to mm-hmm. just be kind and show love yep. and brighten their day. Yeah, I can definitely see both of them doing that. <laughs> yeah, they're good kids. Yeah. Friendly kids. That's right. Well, that's awesome. Definitely a challenge. Definitely something that we can all look at and see. And, you know, I'm definitely challenged to look at that aspect of my thought process and of my, you know, serving. We're just a self-centered people. Yeah. And we're a busy people, especially in American culture. And even between you and me in our life, I mean, we are very busy. And I think, well, I know it's just easy to look at our day and what does our family need? You know, I have to get up. I have to go to work. I have to take my kids here after school. We have this commitment this evening. We need to go to the grocery store. We need to do some laundry. Yeah, there's always a, Just a all lot to do. the things, yep. but we need to make room in our life for how am I showing love to other people? How am mm-hmm. I serving those who are less fortunate than me? Because it could be me yep. someday. We are not guaranteed this same life we live right now. We're not guaranteed it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen that could cause us to be in this position. And Mm -hmm. if we find ourselves in this position, we're going to really want people to treat us with dignity and to show us a path out of it and to help us walk that path. Yep. Well, that's great. Well, is this bonus bantered out? Bonus banter. Happy Friday to everyone. Thanks for popping in and listening. All right. Bye everybody. Bye. -bye.